The future is nigh, and it looks bright. Today on... Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Press B to Cancel. I am today's host. It's been three weeks since I've got to see these wonderful faces, and I'm so happy that not only did they let me come back, but they only they also let me talk. So that's pretty cool. What's up, guys? Welcome in. With me, as always, is the amazing and incomparable werewolf. How are you, sir? Uh, aside from sick, which is only said in enough to give me a deeper voice, which I love when that happens. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm pretty good. You just pour that voice in my ears like rich, tasty caramel. I can't wait to. I, I know it's caramel. Mm. I don't care. Sick Jake <laughs> is also back. He's sitting next to me, not physically, but spiritually. Jake, Emotionally. how are you today, sir? Nice. <laughs> nice. No, I'm I not buffering. I am here this time, I swear. <laughs> For those listening to the audio, I'm just an asshole. Sorry. And literally <laughs> the coolest cat in all of the Midwest. James GPD, how are you doing, sir? Doing okay. I feel like too much has been made of the sunglasses, so I'm just going to... There we are. Much better. You had glasses on under your glasses. <laughs> that is the greatest trick That's... I've ever seen in my you life. You know what? Points for Thank them you. not being obvious that they were stacked. Yeah, I, honestly, yeah. I was they're like... The ex- they're the exact same frame. glasses. No, just that's with why. The, yeah. Uh, actually, I'll probably take these off. The whole thing was just a visual gag. And it, I, it I usually off. pop my lenses out of my frames. If uh, if anybody's unsure what's happening, of of course, just pop over to the YouTube feed and watch it instead of listening on the uh, on the regular podcast. Yeah. All right, I'd be wearing anyway. sunglasses too if I were sitting in the sun for like twenty minutes. I'm uncomfortable <laughs> that we're videotaping this. I thought you said Who's this it? wasn't going on OnlyFeed. Sorry, YouTube. <laughs> Who well, sits in the back. sun for 20 minutes? It's too late now. Jeez. <laughs> At least we're not well, talking I, about... They're transitions. Hey, they just... <laughs> <laughs> Those were transitions. They're just really instant transitions. <laughs> yeah. At least we're not talking about cucks. Okay, so welcome back to Press Me to Cancel today. <laughs> we're going to talk about not that thing, but better things. We are talking about the future. That's right. We have gathered here today. But wait. Hold on. We're missing a member. What is Sinistar doing today? Isn't he out hunting elk underwater in the trench of Gibraltar? That's that's yes. a place. That's a yes, place. It place. Is. Yeah. He, it's sea it's sea elk. He is hunting for sea elk in the Strait of Gibraltar, and I'm hoping that he comes back safe with some great rewards. Yeah. But we miss him. We do miss him. Water bison. Water bison? <laughs> Don't change what I'm doing. You're not even here. You can't change it. No. No, he him, let us not know you. remotely. He I'm let us know remotely. Him. His phone yeah. has I'm really, really good reception. With my underwater yeah. phone. Underwater, yeah. Ruin the joke. I'm never doing we this We just again. need to stream from his phone where he's streaming. You know what? I came or back after three weeks. Probably. I already want to quit again. Jesus Christ. That 4G um, really is everywhere. Yeah, well, well, okay. Is it because, because he's correcting you or because of the word Gibraltar? I'm trying Trouble. to... <laughs> we've missed you so much i'm sure you have oh, it man. sounds like you have i'm a little rusty guys 
Let's talk about the future. Let's talk about games that are coming at us hot and heavy. I know we're all excited about it. We are primarily retro enthusiasts amongst the crew, but that's not the only games we play. And that's not only the games that we stream or we post on YouTube or anything like that. There are new games that are coming out. They're coming out very soon, as a matter of fact. And I know that we've had a selection amongst all of us that we're excited to talk about. Is there anybody specific that wants to go first about the things that they are excited about coming here in the near future? Don't raise your hands all at once, well, please, honestly, guys. Back there, off. Like, I, I had to cut my list down because there's a lot of stuff I was excited about based on what I saw from Tokyo Game Show, Gamescom, State of Play, the recent Nintendo Direct, all this stuff. I was like, ooh, there's lots of good There's also a lot of shit that I was like, ah, I could care less. But... <laughs> There's plenty of stuff that I'm excited about as well. So. I, I will be honest, looking at Wolf's list of games that were in our Discord, it made me want to remeasure my member on that because there was a lot of games. And I felt like I came with a I thought I came with a with a nice bundle and I you blew me out of the water. I was like, I should probably go find <laughs> some more. But then it's gonna turn into the Wolf and Chart show, and that's just gonna be it awkward for the other two. So Whoever no, wants like to, to go first, speak up. Let's let's go. It's okay. GP and I like to watch. Mm-hmm. I read and about that. I heard about that. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jake, I'm going to pick Camera, you first because you seem What's so eager to talk about the games that are coming up. Jake, what games are no, you, you super excited about? first because I got to set the links up. Hold on. Because guys, you're on. my favorite. I guess, I, I guess I'm you're first because of the links. No, I, I got it. It's okay. <laughs> uh, okay. So for me, I'm just going to stall for a second while I pull this up. Uh, I've started getting into fighting games this year, like mm. pretty hardcore. I've always, you know, enjoyed fighting games, Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat. I've just been really terrible at them. But when Guilty Gear Strive came out last year, I think it was, I started playing that and getting pretty serious with it. I mean, seriously casual anyway. And uh, I've been enjoying it quite a bit. So it's been, I've been looking at what's coming out next. Uh, there's new Tekken coming out, but I'm not really a big fan. But there is one franchise that I kind of fell off for, I don't know, 10 years now, and I've always meant to look at it, but it's, it's kind of put me off, and I'm stalling because I'm trying to find a button. There it is. Street Fighter 6 is my pick. I'm oh, looking yeah. forward to Street Fighter 6. So there's Street Fighter 4. Uh, it looked okay, but I was not really in a headspace for games at that time. Street Fighter 5, I almost picked up, but then all the reviews said the same thing across the board, is that it was a multiplayer game the single player mode is almost non-existent and it's not really that fun. Mm. It was, I think it was actually not even in at release. I think they patched it in. That's how stupid it was. Oh. And it was in an era when fighting games like Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat and the, um, the, the Mortal Kombat versus DC games have mm. amazing story modes for single player. Those are games where I can enjoy playing them online. Uh, like, of course, like you normally would, but the single player stories are really well done. So there hasn't really been anything outside of that for Street Fighter. Until now, Street Fighter 6, the guys are helming this, are going all out with both the online multiplayer, but also single player. They're using the, I think it's a similar engine to what they use for Monster Hunter. So they have an open world section. You customize your character, just like you would in any of those games. You go around this metro city environment, challenging folks and, and doing battles and whatnot, kind of leveling up your character. It's it's only early. They've only released a little bit of a teaser of what it's going to look like, but it already looks freaking amazing. Mm. And it's Street Fighter. I love the Street Fighter characters. I always have, right? <clears throat> and seeing what they've done with Blanca and Zangief and Dalsum, Dalsum, and this looks just killer with the way he does the fireballs and the teleports and whatnot. It looks amazing. It's, it's like yeah. Tony Hawk, but you beat people up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you know what? Tony Hawk's a good analogy because like Tony Hawk was such an amazing game 10 years ago. 
and there hasn't really been anything like it. But when they brought out that remaster, people are hyped for it, and it's great to see. It's yeah. kind of bringing that nostalgia and bringing it back in a new game. And I'm I'm digging the way Street Fighter Six looks. I think it looks amazing. I love my arcade sticks already. Um, I'm I'm just all ready for Street Fighter, and it comes out early next year, I believe. So they have an open beta or a, a closed beta coming up soon, I think. And I'm trying to get into that because I want to see and feel how it plays. Because um, I, I feel I'm a little picky on on my fighting game choices. It, you know what I'm happy to I see? Can get a job because <laughs> it looks well, like he started out in a construction in a construction place. It's just good to see. It's good to see him back on his feet. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so the meme with Street Fighter Six and Ken, because he does look like he's let's be real homeless, is that um they're saying that his wife left him <laughs> and divorced him, wow. and this wow. was divorced Daddy Ken. That's what the meme was <laughs> wow. when they first teased this. Wow. But Capcom came out clearly and said, "No, uh, something happened to him. He got framed or something, and he's on the run. He's on the run, and he's left his family behind to, to as, a divorced, daddy. Wow. as a divorced daddy. Wow. Yeah. Like, can you we look at like." Can we you stick with the guile? first option? I think that sounds so much better. <laughs> like that, I would better. What is he yeah, on the run from? The government? They, they haven't said yet. Paying his bills? I mean, like, what the heck? Child support? <laughs> Assault, obviously. Assault. <laughs> I don't know. But like Guile it. looks like it's a bald spot. Uh, Blanca's in, like, these farmer overalls for some reason. Like, they've taken the old World Warriors and kind of done a weird spin on it. And there's a bunch of really cool new characters as well. Like, I think it's 14 characters going to be coming out at release, and you know they're going to add expansion passes to these, right? Of course. But um, if you get a chance to see the video, look at the size of Ryu, or Ryu, however you want to say it. Yeah, he's the a guy is as thick as a door. Like, he's, he's wide. Like, it's, it's he's a weird, but it looks really cool. <laughs> I know that, I think when I first initially saw the video for the for them introducing it, uh, Ryu or Ryu or however you want to pronounce it was like the first one that they showed like turning his back or whatever doing is like how you can kind of how do you can think and I was like that man is huge like yeah. <laughs> he's been training for six games so I guess you'd be that big if you were you know in the games that long so but no I, I agree I, I like the open world aspect I do like the Tony Hawk underground feel of you're free to kind of roam around the city, but then you get into fights. You get into the, you get into street fights, which is you know good, and and then that's how you level up your characters. I, I like that direction that a lot of these older games are going in. That used to just be basic side scrolling or basic, you know, two D fighting or whatever. And we're gonna we're gonna make it so that like you're out there and and doing their thing. My favorite thing about Madden, which I know most of you don't play at all, but is the is the make your team make your player mode in Madden, and then right. you play as just yourself or whomever you make in Madden, and and go to a Super Bowl, and baseball games, and all that stuff. I love making my character as myself. Like the thing that I never got to do as a kid was become a Super Bowl champion football player. So I I just think that's yeah. a that's a neat aspect to be able to mm -hmm. to implement yourself into the game. It'd be cool if they had that facial recognition thing where you could take a photo of yourself or whatever and then maybe superimpose it onto the character so it looks more like you because yeah. a lot of a lot of the sports games were doing that later in the future. It's great because like I mean we used to joke a few years back that everything was an RPG because the, every genre was bringing RPG like elements. Right. And it, it, all it is is like stats and customizing characters. And that stuff is great in games like sports or fighters that did not historically had that kind of stuff. So I love the customization. I think it's great. So yeah, I'm, I'm all for, for this. Like I really am like guilty gear strive. I love it as much mm. as I do. It's great, but there's, there's no story in it. The story is literally an, a, an anime you watch and you, it's mm. not interactable at all. 
it's it's the lamest thing I've seen in a while. So I'm I'm in for a fighting game that has a story, and I'm hoping this is it. I really am. Otherwise, I'm basically looking forward to the next Mortal Kombat game. <laughs> so. Yeah, let me let me pitch a quick DLC to anybody who's who's you know developing that kind of stuff for this. I want to crossover with the Mortal Kombat characters, but I want to see them and like if they were real world, not out out realm or whatever. Uh, I I you know. What job is Sub Zero? Where's he working at? I like to think maybe he's a Subway sandwich artist. I was thinking fun, the right? same thing. I don't <laughs> know why, but that's accurate, I, right? No, I feel like he'd be a sandwich maker or the an only artiste, thing is, Sorry. Yes, yes, of course. Sorry, a sandwich artist. But Johnny Cage <laughs> should not be allowed to be a a, a movie star. He would have to, you know. I, I don't know. Bro. There's he just a, a lot of things that he could school. do. Don't tell me he's not a janitor in a high school. <laughs> you know he is. Oh, man. But yeah, that's what I want. I want to see the Mortal Kombat characters brought over. Um, plus it would also give the street fighter people a chance to develop some fatalities or things like that. Um, what was it? Mortal Kombat started doing. They had friendships. They had the things where they turn into animals. Fatalities. No, don't say that. (laughs) Yeah. No, tread lightly on that phrase there, dude. Animalities is the word I was grasping for. And I, it would be fun (laughs) to see that in, uh, you know, Street Fighters. So, yeah. I don't even know if I'm hosting yeah. this anymore. This is out of control. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I want to say that I, I think it's weird that it took Capcom 17 years to do the exact reason I bought this game for the PS2 <laughs> is let you make your own characters. Yep, 100%. Soul Calibur 3 was doing it in 2005. Why did it take Capcom 17 years to catch up to that? I don't get it. Because Namco had the technology and they weren't willing to give it up. <laughs> no, you know what it is? I, I'll tell you. It's, it's Soul Calibur and Namco was smaller and they had to compete against the big boys. And at that time, Street Fighter was king. Capcom was on the, the peak of what it was as a company. But there was a Third period where Capcom was no not time. great, though. Third, nah, that's, you know what? I didn't like Third Strike, but there are fans of Third Strike who are just diehards for that game they think it's the most technical and perfect street fighter game around people love third strike so uh-huh. like it's a lot like people that like wily wars i guess <laughs> i never game. got into it like at, this, at that point in time i was into uh King of fighters and fatal fury mm-hmm. snk fatal versus fury. Yeah, those right. were my games at the time so, you know what they need? They need a Street Fighter soccer mix-up game. That's what we need. Like Mega Man soccer, but Street Fighter mm-hmm. soccer. Absolutely. Why not? There's no doesn't Gu- Guile can do the you can do the, the the rainbow kick thing and he can kick goals, but it like kills everybody too. Be interesting. The rainbow kick? Yeah. yeah he does Han- the, what's it called? I don't remember. Flash don't kick. Flash kick. Flash is that kick. what it is? I mean, it could be That's, a rainbow, so I don't care. But Honda would have to be the goalie, years. right? All you know? of Honda's stuff is. Hand he's based. goalie. So he's goalie. Over the so goalies, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> he got the hands, right? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Stopping mm-hmm. the balls. Mm-hmm. See, yeah. Capcom, mm-hmm. listen up. We got a game for know. you. Yes, Capcom has been on like a, a just this rise of of popularity the last two years or so. Like they yeah. they had a really rough patch of everything they did was just turning to shit. But the last few Monster Hunter Street Fighters doing is going to be hyped. I don't know the Resident Evil remakes. Like Capcom is kind of having their second renaissance which is good you you want to see the things like that for those small startups so good for them it's like an uprising yeah you know when you when you want to take down the big boys you be the big boys maybe we'll finally get that dark mega man x remake let's go (laughs) 
Let's go. <laughs> or or start doing Maverick Hunter again. The the Maverick Hunter for the PSP. Give us a two and a three. Right. And that was put a good it over one. Somewhere. Those were so great. Anyway, sorry, none of that has anything to do with it. This, this <laughs> no, is, it does because it's about the future. This is the speculative future. Well, I mean, they did just <laughs> they did recently announce the what Battle Network collection. Yeah. Which yeah. they left out network transmission. Don't even get me started on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, they did. Going to angry tweet Capcom any day now. They did, but they're they're redoing the Mega Man brand to be a uh, farm simulator. There it is. Really, right? really hot right now. <laughs> All the farm games this year. Uh, get equipped. So with. many farming games. <laughs> even oh, right. even Disney jumped on the farming game bandwagon. Carrot ho. Carrot ho. <laughs> <laughs> Get equipped with diesel tractor. <laughs> Fantastic. I'm I'm you you know what? I wasn't excited about it until you talked about it, Jake. And now I am. Honestly, I'm yeah. not the biggest fighting game like guy in at all, but uh, I've always had a soft spot for Street Fighter because it was, you know, really big growing up when I was younger and everything. And it, it's good to see I you know the artwork on it is always kind of like I, the thick boys artwork thing is really really weird to me. I don't, I don't know. It's just me, but the watching, like, like you said, the, the Halsey and, and the Blanca stuff was like, that's actually kind of cool how they animated that to make it look like it, like it did. So I'm in, I'm yeah. in, I'm, I'm excited for it too. Now I wasn't, now I am Uh points You're for you kinda, for making me excited. Yeah. Street. I didn't really think about that, but street fighter characters are all kind of built like the Eric Bana Hulk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now we know who animated him. It was Capcom the whole time. Yeah. Who does Nick Perfect. Nolte play in Street Fighter? That's what I want to know. He created well, his own character. Apparently <laughs> right. can now. Yeah, he could be can. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's blocked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gary Busey as Guile. I can see it. Guile Busey. Guile Busey. Guile yeah. Busey! <laughs> Flash kick! <laughs> Sonic Boom! Sonic it makes Boom! Sense. <laughs> it makes sense. All of it makes sense. <laughs> All we're saying is give us another Street Fighter movie. People are uh, ready. We're ready. <laughs> yeah. Put a hologram of uh God damn it his name. I've been messing up names all day. Today. Van Damme. No, I know he's not dead, but, Raul but Julia. Put a hologram Julia. of Raul Julia in there and we'll uh, I'll I'll buy every ticket. <laughs> okay, Perfect. so what's what's next? What's next? Who's next? Who wants to go next? I'll go I'll next. I'll oh. go next. Uh oh. GP, you got it, baby. What do you got? Okay. Me and, um, me and Wolf will take over the episode when we're <laughs> else yeah. is Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I you, you hit it on the head at the top of the episode. We're all pretty much retro guys. You guys at least kind of dip your toes in relevant things. Uh, and I, I don't. So with that said, Final Fantasy IV. No. Um, they they had announced remake, remake, that remake, remake, remake right, <laughs> on the Switch. Uh, they're going to be adding uh, GoldenEye sixty four. Yeah, and I am so incredibly hyped for this. And here's the reason why: you know how great of a game GoldenEye sixty four is. I don't. I never played it growing up. I had a brother, and he had friends, and I had family members who played it, but I never had a copy of it, and I was never good enough to play with the big dogs. So I never really, I, I wasn't until recently that I even realized there was a campaign, like a story mode. I just thought it was solely a four player, you know, uh, mess with your friends game. So, uh, plus I didn't really have friends, but that's not important. That's a different episode. Um, but no, so now what they're saying is, <laughs> hey, we're releasing it. It's going to be on the Switch. Uh, there's going to be online multiplayer. 
And it, it's it, this is the second chance for me to do the one thing I wanted to do in high school, other than the one thing everybody else wants to do in high school, and uh, that is, you know, vote. Tetris. So yes, <laughs> a different no, so kind I, of I'm, odd job. That's the thing, and I'm hoping that everybody <laughs> who played GoldenEye 64 back then quit playing it, and now everybody in the world sucks equally at that game so that I have a fighting chance. Because <laughs> though my skills as a gamer have increased a little bit, they almost certainly are still going to suck for GoldenEye 64. But I cannot wait to talk to anybody who wants to give me their Switch code so I can, you know, just do anything other than slappers only. Let's do it. Let's go, baby. Let's I, go. I'm saying. So I think this is super cool, except mm. for the fact that it's locked behind the, you know, pay more for Switch Online. Oh, yeah. I mm. don't do the <laughs> I would be. I'm on my brother. My brother just yeah. decided that he was going to get the family account and share it with anybody who was interested. So his friend, uh, another one of my friends, me, my kid, we're all in his account. And I'm not, I'm sure shit not going to be like, hey, you want to pay for a little more? <laughs> <laughs> just reach like, out as it is he just paid like he figured you know what this costs less to do it for eight p up to eight people than it costs for a year of ps plus or whatever so right and he does ps plus but he figured screw it you know i'll just bite the bullet and make sure a bunch of people can play online no which yeah, is really cool I was going to say, if he's but, too scared to play against me, I get it, and that's fine. The other thing I want to say is, <laughs> it's Nintendo. If this had been just about any other company that was kind of like upcharging and upcharging, I'd be upset or surprised. But it's kind of par for course when it comes to Nintendo, so you can't be too upset. You just have to say, I'm going to do it or I'm not going to do it. Uh, I guess it's kind of like gas prices. I don't know. But... Uh, I'm excited for it. And like I said, I'll probably suck and give up after a couple of months, but those 90 to 120 days are going to be so great and filled with alcohol and profanity. <laughs> and I'm there for it. Let's go. I'm signed Let's up go. for alcohol and profanity. I'm all about it. We used to play this game <laughs> religiously after school. I was oh, in yeah. high school when this came out and mm -hmm. we would, we would get together and do the four player, you know, the four player split screen. And we came up with such great one liners when we pick up the, the six shooter. It's like cowboy up when we pick up the six shooter. We'd be like cowboy up. And then we chase each other. And one person would un undoubtedly always be odd job and win every game because he's a pile of garbage. But I, I specifically remember this game because of the cool shooting animation. It was one of the, the earlier games that when you shot at a location, the character responded to said location. And there was, I mean, it's not ragdoll physics because, I mean, they didn't exist back then, but it's, it was the closest thing. It wasn't just like one animation of something dying after playing Doom and all that stuff. So mm. it, it felt more as polygonal as it is real, I guess you could say. It was more interactive with all that stuff. I loved GoldenEye playing uh, growing up. I loved playing it with my friends, and I'm very excited to rehash that and kick the hell out of uh, GP and GoldenEye. Yes, I'm very excited about that. But that's the, even just hearing you tell that story, I still feel the same feeling. I like. I remember this from the late 90s of like, God, I don't say yearning, but being so jealous that everybody knows this game and plays this game all the time, and I'm like, Hey, have you guys checked out the original Mario Kart? This is fantastic. <laughs> I just so wanted the watch laser to shoot and kill things, but you couldn't do that. I have, I have, I have, I have no reference. I don't, I don't know. You're like, yeah, all the animations and all. I know there's a code where everybody could have Donkey Kong sized heads. Yeah, I remember you know, that. DK mode, yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's that all. I, literally, that's all I remember. That's all I know. It, and slappers. 
It, slappers. Slappers was another one. Knives. Yeah. Wasn't Knives one too? I think so. Mines. Golden Gun yeah. Proximity Mines was dope. Yeah. Uh, golden Gun. <laughs> Obviously, everybody loves the good old Golden Gun. The Golden PP7. Let's go. Um, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. A, I'm a big fan. I'm excited for it to be relevant, is what I want to say, because it's, you know... I can bring back that nostalgia, GP. We'll we'll head it out to your location, and as soon as you get it downloaded, I will take your switch away and play it in front of you. <laughs> It'll be <laughs> just like it was. I love it. Bring, I can't wait. Bring that nostalgia back. That'll be great. Yeah, this is this is a game my brother got when he got the N sixty four for Christmas, and uh, oh man, we we played the crap out of this. I, I he was God maybe four. At the time when this came out, I don't know. He was and, he was little for whatever reason. My parents were like, "Yeah, let's get him Goldeneye." I mean, I mean, sure. Why not? Why the, not? You know what? Though the the wild later, yeah. the wild levels of violence weren't prominent in games at the time yet. We weren't seeing I mean, stuff like Grand Theft Auto or, like, so, or so gore this, or like, The only blood you ever see in this is when you die and you see the red drip down from the top on your yeah. Screen. That's so as it's, gory it's as not. It yeah, it's not particularly gory. I mean, it's yeah, it's got real people's faces, but I mean, how many polys does it take to make Sean Bean believable? Real so. people's faces, he says. <laughs> I mean, it's Alex Trevelyan has Sean Bean's face. Yeah, it's it's, it's it's on like six polygons, but it's there. <laughs> you know who has John Travolta's face? Nicholas Cage. Touche. <laughs> face off. Thank you. But uh, we're drugs yeah, for that like, man. This yeah, is a I'm game <laughs> that we played the crap out of. And, you know, there was, you know, every, I'm sure every group had their specific modes they liked and the specific stages they liked. Like, um, you know, stacks was always good. I think the, the upper two levels, but basement sucked. Sure. <laughs> Stuff like that. So it's, there's, there's all sorts of really cool ma- mashups for game modes in this game. I'm just sad that it's limited to switch online. Like mm-hmm. yeah. I would yeah. love to play this again, but that would be fun. Yeah, It'd be thing. fun to have, have a four person press beat, a 007 yeah. press beat, a golden eye kind of run. Like we did with the Ninja Trolls thing. That would be pretty cool. Here's what will happen. Did... We'll do that, but it's going to be limited to four people. And that'll be the week where it's going to, I won't be there. <laughs> <laughs> the past 25 years. About that. Yeah. GP yeah. shows a plate. Hey guys, I'll just watch the stream. Thanks. <laughs> can you Did at least Rare put it ever... on YouTube so I can watch it? <laughs> no. Did Rare ever do a uh, a remake of Perfect Dark? Not a sequel, but like a remake of the original Perfect Dark. Uh, I heard That's it's cool. in the it's coming out in the next few years, but it's okay. they've had some development issues. I think they have a different developer on it. I oh. thought it was Crystal Dynamics or something on it. It's something odd like that. Well, um, I... yeah. Could With this okay. game specifically. Um, I am hyped for it to be on Switch Online. I do have, I have it, and I do want to play it. The only thing I'm a little bit bummed about is that there was a remake of GoldenEye that was in in the works for Xbox 360 and Xbox Live Arcade, and it was in development and it got canceled because, like, you know, the rights for this game is a freaking nightmare because you have the Bond Estate, Nintendo, and Rare, and all that stuff. So it got canceled, but it was leaked. I think last year, a playable version of it, so you could play it, and it was basically a remastered version of GoldenEye. Hmm. reason i'm excited is because at the same day that this was announced rare went and tweeted that they're bringing golden eye a uh, remastered version of golden eye to rare replay on game pass and i'm like well well shit forget nintendo i'll play the rare replay version but then people start pointing out it's not going to have the online 
that's going to be exclusive mm. to the Nintendo Switch version, which sucks. Yeah. So I'm a little bit bummed about that. I mean, but that's the, the whole is, point, right? That's the whole play. Yeah. The whole yeah. reason we played GoldenEyes. Is not, the online, or, nobody yeah. gave a crap. I mean, the movie was good. Don't get me wrong. But we didn't play it because we all loved the movie. We played it because it was a split scene, screen time to play your friends in a head-to-head combat in the same yeah, room. Yeah. yeah. And it was iconic at the time. I've you know never seen I mean? this movie. Yeah, neither have I. I've played the I'm campaign. Sure most I probably gamers, know more to be the completely honest that. with you, I'm sure most gamers haven't. I'm yeah. sure most people that played this game didn't care. They saw a short dude with a PP7 and they said, let's fucking go. I'm in. Honestly, that's Yeah, it's it's probably not pretty even likely a that there are more people Honestly. that have played the game <laughs> well, than hold have on. seen the movie. Slow down. Let's slow down a little I'm, bit there. I'm, I'm not either. <laughs> Mom. No, I'm, okay. I'm I'm with Jake. I'm not really a bot. Please guy. continue to snowball me, guys. Please, <laughs> please bury me in your lies. I love it. I love. It. I can't this breathe is, down here. This is a game though where um you try and play it on emulators over the last couple of years, and it does not feel the same without that original controller. Hmm. So I know that well, the Switch I mean, or has brought out a uh, a remake of the N64 controller, and I put off buying one. But this is the game. If I bought one, I would buy it for this game because the way they adapted the N64 controller, which is a bad controller, let's be real. It's yeah. a bad controller. But what Rare did with it to make this game work as a shooter was pretty good. Yeah, agreed. What a weird controller. <laughs> That's for another episode. Yeah. yeah, We could dig into it. I could see it hanging out there back there on your top shelf. Top, mm. bottom shelf. I, I have one, yeah. I do, I see it. Oh yeah, right there. Fantastic. I love that. I'm, I am yeah. also very excited to play this again with, with friends, family, and people that I will not talk to afterwards when we're done playing it. So it's a great... Uh, yeah, the newest way to separator. end friendships. Yeah, Exactly. Bring yeah. the people that you're on the fence about and play some of this with them and see how on the fence you are after that. You'll probably be on one side or the other. <laughs> it's, it's the mon- monopoly for the current era. It is the monopoly of the current era. <laughs> I love it. Beautiful. Wolf, I know you've got you've got a slew and we've got We've got plenty of time to fill, so why don't All you right. tell us what you're excited about, sir? Jake, what did you load up for me first? <laughs> you tell me. I got, I got both ready. That's to go. in the hopper. All right, let me know. Let's <laughs> let's, uh, let's start with Dad of War, Ragnarok. Shit. Fantastic. You, you give said, me three games. You, you said, give me three games. I did the first two, and you picked the third one. Hold on. <laughs> well, the first two are going to be part of the same conversation because right. one is a spiritual successor to the other. Yeah, they're together. I mentioned that. All right. Well, that's the one that uh, I need. I need to get some money in on that one. I'm excited about that one. So we're going to talk about Dad of War Ragnarok. I played the first one. I hadn't played any God of Wars, as I was telling you guys before the episode, um, until this one. Like the first, you know, the reboot, as it were. The the. It's not even really a reboot. It's just reconnecting to the story much later down the line. So it's it's sort of standalone, but it still reflects his past. But I I wasn't lost not playing any of the old games, which was great for me because I had no interest in the old ones. This one was great. The story actually, it damn near made me cry at points. The gameplay was a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, there are some characters that are just a crack up. There's one guy who is just super vulgar and rude and Uh to the point. But he's he's not rude just to be rude. He's just like, you're wasting my fucking time. Get on with what you need and get out of my face. <laughs> I like the... Wasn't there the dude that's just a head and he had yeah. like some side... Yeah, he had some side comments here and there every now and then. I like that, mm-hmm. that character. I've heard him so say that the, shit. 
the first game was a lot of fun, and I was disappointed at the point they left it off on, not because... Okay, let me let me be clear. When I beat Halo 2, I was pissed at the point they left it off on because it felt like there should have been more game. This one, I was disappointed at the point they left it off on because I wanted more game. Fair. I Fair. wanted more story. It It was a satisfying end to the story, and... So I'm looking forward to Ragnarok because I really want to see where this story goes. Um, and I'm so glad that this is going to be on PS4 and PS5 because I don't have a PS5. It's it's probably not going to happen. <laughs> That's fair. Right. I got to say, I've, I've not played this. I'll make it quick because I know you got a, a lot to go through, so I won't go too long. Uh, I played the original God of War and I, I really I really enjoyed the the first one. But to make to make this what they made the the new the newest God of War the Dad of War version that came out, I've only watched people stream it, and I've loved every minute that I've watched playing it. It looks super fun. Um, I think what they did with taking the overhead, you know, just action hack and slash feel, and turning it into the third person over the shoulder view with more concept, more story, more depth to it. Brilliant. I think it's a brilliant plan. And uh, I need to get my hands on the original, give it a shot. And it's not from one not wanting to play it. Because my freaking list is so long. I need to start knocking that down before I get on it. So this yeah. is this is gonna be a cool game. I'm excited to play to play both of these when they come out. Yeah, I know it's there's probably a lot of people that kind of overlooked the first one because it was meme to hell with the boy, you know. <laughs> but that's that's how he talks to his son because he wasn't really the one who took care of the kid. His wife was. Mm-hmm. Right. And so now he like the first game opens up where he's having to adjust to getting to know his son for the first time, really. And he he was always about he loved his wife. He took care of his son, mm-hmm. but he left his son to his wife. So the game jumps right off with, you know, they're having to start to get to know each other and learn to live with one another. And you get to see their relationship evolve and grow and actually become that of a good father and son. Whereas at the beginning of the game, they're basically strangers. And so you get to see Kratos actually become a dad instead of just a father. And Hmm. so, yeah, it was meme to hell. But I look forward to seeing what they do with the characters in this one, because by the end of the first game, the kid sort of starts to find his own way and become his own person. Whereas it wasn't, it wasn't so much that he was uh, an individual character. Like obviously, he's his own character, but he was very much a child. And you know, sometimes he'd just get pissed at dad and not do what dad wanted to do because he was like, "Oh, I know better because you're just my dad." You know that that kid mentality. And you get to start to see that change throughout the game. So I'm looking forward to what they do with this because now the kid's world has very much dramatically changed at the end of the first game. And I'm trying not to give spoilers because I want you guys to play the first game if you haven't. <laughs> well, hold on now. So the line there is no spoilers for this one, but you guys can tell me all about Goldeneye. That's fine. <laughs> also, yeah. uh, Trunks and Vegeta, same energy. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was going to say Kratos's kid, still better spellcaster than Donald Duck. Thank you. Fight me. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, you know, like the fact that the, the first game had the the... What is it? Uh, the World Serpent. What's it called? The World Serpent. Is that what it's? Is that just what it's called? I don't, I don't know. It just it that's what it sounds like to me. It's like a giant snake, 
and you actually see this thing change its positioning throughout the game and that's kind of what opens up the world to you in the first game it's mm. super cool so the fact that this one is just going deeper into the north norse mythology i'm i'm all for it very cool you know what else is great about golden eye kidding i'm <laughs> kidding it's gold uh, yeah that's gonna be cool and i uh it's epic looking for sure hands down and it's got the voice of <laughs> that's almost like batman it's also got um christopher, christopher judge, judge. Is the voice of kratos and i love stargate Ouroboros. is it Ouroboros? Yeah. Ouroboros? Might be. okay but yeah, yeah it's it's an awesome looking game and now that sony's been bringing um a lot of their titles to pc now i really want to go back oh, and play he, God, uh, he nailed God kratos Am I lagging? Kid of War is a better child than Carl. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to read that. I'm sorry. That was good. That, that got me good. good. That was pretty good. What he else is, do we though. have on the docket there? Wolf, I know you got you got a slew. I'm again, All right. I don't have as many as you I'll do. I'll jump into so. my next one because this is one that I think a lot of us can relate to a little more. And that is um so we could end one and two HD remaster. So I'm super excited about this. I have Suikoden 1 on the shelf still. Two I sold years ago because that's a story with a lot of my games that I were ended up being valuable. I needed the cash. I sold it. So I'm very much looking forward to playing 2 again. Apparently this one has been totally retranslated, which mm. is great because the original Suikoden 2 had a terrible translation. Great game. Great story. Translation was eh. <laughs> Some of the words didn't even make it out of Japanese properly. They're still basically <laughs> Japanese, just with English letters. <laughs> okay. Yeah, like, uh, for example, there's a town that they talk about a lot in the first game called Southwind. You never get to go there. You get to go there in the second game because it takes place in the neighboring region. Hmm. And in the second game, they call it South Window. Wow. Stuff like South that. Window? Yeah. Window. Because they have the greatest in Japanese, in South window. the D would be followed by an O sound. So they literally translated it as South Window. I'd, like, you know, <laughs> sold. Absolutely sold. I'd be fine with that. That doesn't sound so weird. <laughs> I mean, if they were like Japanese caricatures after South, whatever, then I'd be like, all right, guys, come on. <laughs> Now you're just being fucking lazy. But like, and and one thing that was super obvious, like a circlet was literally translated into circuret. Mm. So it was stuff like that. It was a lot of little maybe, lazy translations that I was like, what happened here, guys? Teaching us to speak Japanese <laughs> at a, at a, in small tidbits, in small bites. You know what I mean? Maybe they were trying mm. to help us. Do they but, have any strong opinions on all our base? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but not deserved. I appreciate this it. game <laughs> is cold. So this is it said it's called remaster. It's somewhere between a remaster and a remake because they did make it widescreen. They redid all the maps and backgrounds and everything, and they touched up all the sprite work. So the game is redone for the modern era. It still looks like a you know the the resolution is still that same scale of resolution. It's just widescreen and much prettier. It looks really good, and I'm super excited about this. I have wanted to play Suikoden again for a long time, 
and I can't bring myself to do it a fourth time and screw up uh, the the game long mission of saving <clears throat> a certain character and Oof. messing it up by saving in the wrong spot again. Oof. So I'll I'll do it in the remaster. <laughs> I have I have not played Sokud, and it has been suggested to me on numerous accounts. Yeah, I by, know that's why I didn't spoil that just now. But uh, thank you, I appreciate that. It will be. We're gonna try and two hundred percent the originals on on what PS. Oh, I was gonna tell you if out? you haven't played them, just wait for this and play this. I know it comes out next year. Uh, I'm sure your that, audience is like, you gotta I want play that it so badge, baby. I want that two hundred percent badge. That's what we're going but, for, which will take me the rest of my freaking life to get. These are absolutely <laughs> games you should play. Uh, and then, and then there's the spiritual successor to Suikoden that's coming out, also called Auden Chronicle Hundred Heroes. Now, I heard Auden Chronicle Rising is kind of repetitive and not that great of a game, but it was also developed as just something to get the lore out there before the main game, as I understand it. So, I mean, you get what you get. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Auden was actually made by a lot of the same people that worked on the original Suikoden games. So it's for all intents and purposes, it is the next Suikoden because we all know Konami has basically left everything on the floor and just went, yeah, we're done. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Check up what you want. We're leaving. Yeah. This is exciting. I I got an announcement from a a friend of mine that was pumped about this coming out. And uh, I don't know. Did this, Remind me, did this have a Kickstarter that was attached to it too or something like that? It it did at one point okay. have a Kickstarter yeah. attached. So I wanted to support that because that's that's going to be cool. And I, a lot of people I know are really excited about the, the Zoe Kuden, uh mythos and whatever going, you know, to, to whatever it's going to go to next. So this is a really exciting game. I look forward to it being my RPG nature that I am. This is going to be... A lot of games to play here in the near future. This is there's, gonna be a lot of fun. For me, there's also like this weird soft spot where when I see a game that's 3D but with 2D characters, I'm immediately drawn to it, especially when all the sprite work and the 3D modeling is very pretty. So yeah. like that's that's one of the things that drew me to Octopath Traveler. Back in the day, Grandia. Um Yeah, Grandia. Grandia's yeah, is paper mario actually paper mario is actually kind of cool it's I not love the same game. thing but i think that that the same thing to to wolf's argument the 2d and the 3d world i think that's really neat and i i agree with you on that i think it's a really cool yeah uh, uh, concept. What, final there was final fantasy tactics there was uh well, that's not, that's fire not three and four that to, let's not compare good. that to good games here guys but come on breath of fire 4 is beautiful mm. and it's got really cool 3D backgrounds and everything else is sprite based and it looks great. I love it. That's so cool. I'm, that's another thing drawing me to Auden Chronicle is the art style. So we got to get through Soe Kuden so we can go play Auden, right? <laughs> At least two of them. You got to play through Soe Kuden 1 and 2. Uh, 3, 4, and 5, there's there's debate on whether they're worth playing or not, but 1 and 2 for sure. We'll just we'll just hit 1 and 2. We'll we'll call it. We'll call it a round rock. Good to go. <laughs> And Exciting. the only Paper Mario I've played is Super Paper Mario on the Wii, which is oh, man, not the... anything like the rest of them. Thousand Year that's Door not is true. the only one I've played, I think. Yeah? I got Color Splash for the Wii U and was so disappointed. It's garbage. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's Lots all my son wants, which my son started playing. Um... 
Paper Mario at uh <laughs> Yep. Yep. Origami Origami. King. Sorry, yeah. my kid gets Origami King. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Origami. My, kid, yeah, yeah. My, my kid came in and he he was like late four, early five years old when that came out. And that that's basically how he learned how to read. Uh, which is what I did on Funnel Fantasies. It's how I learned how to read. Uh but anyway, I'm a big fan of the the you know Paper Mario stuff. Not important, but there's the background. It, but we get it. And Thousand Year Door was the only one that I played, and I love Thousand Year Door. I think that's a great game. It's cool stuff. Perfect. Wolf. All right. Jake, do you, Jake, do you have anything else that you want to add to that? <laughs> sure. Fantastic. All right. <laughs> Wolf, you <laughs> what do you got any more? Wolf, you got a couple more there coming in? I do have one more I wanted to talk about. Jake is Jake's frozen behind. We're, we're on a like, delay. Yeah, we're on a little delay. Wait for him to catch up. We love you, Jake. We love Jake, you, Jake. Are you okay? Again, the uh, the the okay. Internet Explorer joke comes back. Yeah. <laughs> Jake, are you good? I'm gonna. I'm letting him know I'm talking about Pacific Drive. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> what is Pacific Drive? <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but I got to I got to show some love here for Werewolf. He's like, oh man, Jake's having some sort of internet issues. I better tell him I'm doing this so he can cure up my stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's how we keep the show running, baby. That's yeah, like, I, I could be laying there like bleeding out, and my my kid would come up and be like, Dad, I know you're having a rough time just now, but I'm really thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, what are we going to eat tonight? I know you're dying, right. but I'm really hungry. I'm just trying to make the sausage a little less obvious here. Right? <laughs> I love this. I'm so happy. It's my fault. You can blame me. I've been gone for three weeks. It's all my fault. I'm cool with it. Okay, so one of the games that was barely touched on at State of Play, but was announced, is Pacific Drive. And... This is a game that looks wild to me. It takes place in what's called the Olympic uh, Restriction Zone or something. Okay. And so it's it's the Pacific Northwest. I was going to say, is that here in Washington? It's like the Olympic mountains and forest and all that. So I'm excited because of that. Because I'm like, I always like places where I'm like, oh, I kind of know the area. I could check that out. And then, so like games that take place, place in Las Vegas or Southern California or anything like that. I'm like, I've lived there. I know what that's like. Let's check real it out. Quick, real quick before you get too deep into this, there's a, there's a game called uh, uh, Infamous. Infamous 3, I think, was one. And it's based up here in, in our area where you and I live Me. around. I'm- and, and when you play it, I'm such an asshole. When you go into uh-huh. the city of Seattle, I'm like, none of that's as close to it is. It looks pretty close. Like, it's pretty good, but it's obviously compact because it's a big open world. Yeah. But I was like, the space needle ain't that close to all that other shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, um, I did the same thing with uh, Last of Us 2. I'm like, this is in Seattle. So I'm l- yeah, I'm yeah. constantly comparing like, okay, is this realistic? How much did, how much, you know... How much uh, did they follow to the actual reality, and how much did they take license on, and all that? But in Pacific right. Drive, it look it. I get these weird um, Death Stranding kind of vibes, okay. where it's it's the world is like really bizarre and trying to take you with it. And essentially, what this game is is a driving sim mechanic sim where you're trying to survive your way through the region. Hmm. And so 
the trailer shows specifically a an old beat up station wagon. Like we're talking Griswold family trip station wagon. Nice. Pulling up to an abandoned uh, liquor store slash garage and fixing up the car, do repairing things, refilling the tank, all that stuff. And then alerts start coming on on the radio where uh, weird shit is being detected. So the guy jumps back in the car and starts flooring it. And the world around him just starts flying apart at him where like pieces of the ground are just coming up and you have to avoid it. And trees are like going sideways, not completely falling over, just like turning sideways to block. Mm. It's really bizarre, but it's kind of neat too. So I'm very interested in this just because it seems really dark and like the world building could be super intriguing. So it's, it's fear and loathing in Seattle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we can't, can't, up here. We can't, up here. It's <laughs> maple tree country. Yeah, <laughs> right. That sounds interesting. That sounds like it's got an interesting spin attached to that. I like and that. Yeah. I was initially, when I started looking t- into it, I was like, ah, it's only on PS five. And then I looked to get, I look, I went and looked at the website and I was like, Oh, PS5 and PC. Now I'm back oh, in. There we are. <laughs> back in, baby. Sign me up. I'm in. That does sound cool. I, I need to look into, into more of that. I saw I saw that you posted that in the Discord. You were going to talk about it tonight. And I was like, what is this all about? I didn't get, obviously, I didn't get a chance to watch it because we were doing other things. But uh, I'm now, your description of it does sound extremely intriguing. I'd like to see how that is. So are you, so you like, are you driving the whole time and then you got to fix your cars you're running through like what what it's, kind of spin does it have this it seems like you have to sort of escape the the anomalies and then find calm and then find somewhere to fix up your car and then get back to it so it's wow. it it's like you know really i i guess bizarre multiversal Pacific Northwest Oregon Trail. <laughs> wow. I mean, yes, yeah. okay. I, I'm into it. Yeah, it's like it's like <laughs> death road to Canada, but backwards and over here instead of Florida. I, yeah, I, okay. And I love. I have to say this: when we have there are genres of games that are so in depth and developed, and all these various things, and there's layers of plot and subtext and million different things, and then you can have something as basic. As and I'm sorry I keep mentioning my kids, but my my son will do this. He'll be like, "Dad, what do you think it'd be like if your right hand was three times its normal size?" <laughs> and what's silly is I'm like, "What a what a bizarre question!" But the rest of my day at work, I'm like, "Well, what the I fuck do? What I do, man?" <laughs> so that's this game. That's this game. Somebody was at a at a, a gas station and their kid came up and they're like, "Dad, what if the trees just like laid over, not fell down, just laid over, and then there were like black holes in the ground?" And this guy's like, "Okay." I'm putting you through college with a video game, kiddo. And that's, but no, I love that because sure not everything shit, yeah. has to be, not everything has to be world building. Some things just have to be a bizarre take on what life is. And I dig the hell out of that. So it's, I'm it's very re- interested. Yeah. It, it's, it is refreshing to hear like a different spin on what we're used to seeing. We're used to like, Jake talked about the open world street fighter. And then we talked about Goldeneye, and we talked about stuff that's, and the stuff I'm going to talk about is similar stuff. That's already come out. It's just another version of it. And so to speak, but to hear like, like the death stranding thing was such a bizarre game. And I, I haven't even dug deep enough into death stranding to get it, but it's, it's so unique and it's so different. And then something like this, it's like refreshing to hear 
oh, we got these, you know, you're, you're, you're a truck driver driving through the Pacific Northwest and your shit keeps breaking down. You got to avoid all these anomalies and the world's falling apart, but you don't understand what's going on. It's kind of like, that's new. That's fresh. I like that. I think that's going to be a very interesting topic here in the near future. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I hope it doesn't happen, but you know, you know, this is based <laughs> on reality, by the way. Like, oh, shit. Wolf, we got to move, bud. We're telling Pack the future. Shit, let's go. <laughs> Go Everybody to, to Florida. Uh, no. uh, you know the Midwest is looking a lot better these days. Let's, let's get on out of here. <laughs> yeah. Before long, it'll all it'll all be beachfront property here. Fantastic, fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> it's cheaper out there, anyways. Nice, excellent. Right. Well, I know, I, I know, Jake, Jake. I gotta, I gotta give Jake Trooper Trooper vibes because he's he's holding down the fort over there. So I appreciate it, man. I know we're we're having our technical difficulties over here, and I appreciate you still just just holding strong with us. So so keep on keeping on. I guess it's my turn. Unless you have any more, Wolf. Do you have any more that you need to? to cover? No, that's all of mine now. Fantastic. You don't have to put my videos up if you don't want to, Jake, because I know we're having the difficulties that we're having right now. But if you do, Callisto Protocol <laughs> will be the first one I want to do. Spoiler alert, I'm going to talk about the Dead Space remake. No, I'm not. That'd be funny, but that'd be fucked up. No, I'm going to talk about one of the games, if not the game that I am most excited about coming out here next uh, December. It's going to be the beginning of December, actually, and it's called Callisto. Callisto, not Callisto. Callisto. It's a Lock lot cars. like the Gibraltar. Um, Callisto Protocol. It is a third-person, over-the-shoulder horror game that is created by the team that initially made the original Dead Space, from what I've been hearing. Um, so the basic concept is game it's Dead Space. It's the same concept. It's the same idea. You are actually in like what appears to be some sort of jail or prison planet and you're just trying to survive you're just trying to get out and fight your way through it's got the same things that i loved about dead space which is why dead space is so good is it's got the the non it's got the totally immersive screen background so what that means is your h h u d heads up display hud display is all on your character so it's all in a minimized space so your life is on your neck your weapon is on your or your ammo amount is on your weapon when you zoom in and all that stuff so it is fully immersive which is one of the huge selling points that bought me into dead space to begin with was that there wasn't all these little things all around it's literally you are who you would be if you had all this technology and all this ammunition, all this stuff in real life. So you are merely just trying to survive and get your way out. Now I've only watched a couple videos and a couple things about it. I don't know what the story is about personally. I'm sure there's some stuff out there, but from what I've been watching, cause I am that guy that doesn't want to watch too much about the new games he wants to see because I want to be surprised by it when it comes out. But the way it's laid out is, is literally the exact same thing as as Dead Space says it is. So you're ducking through hot, you know, corridors with things right up in your face. You're you're trying to, you know, dodge around corners. You can use the environment to your advantage. You've get this cool little like what appears to be some kind of stasis slash um levitation device, the same kind of thing that you get in Dead Space, and you can pick up enemies and you can toss them into like spinning blades and and spikes on the floor and and just kind of get them out of your way and, and do like a little crowd control with the way that you're doing these things um as where isaac clark who's main character in dead space has like the full the full cool armor that he wears as the engineer i wish i wore armor like that as an engineer it's just sick 
you are more <laughs> like like a person. Like you look, you obviously look more human. And this person talks while Isaac in the first one was more of the silent protagonist. This guy has a lot more vocal dialogue and whatnot. The story of Dead Space was spectacular. And I was going to talk about Dead Space Remake, but since I'm relating the two so much together, I'm not going to talk about it at all because they're literally the same game, game essentially, with the same story for the most part. Um, but I am pumped to play another Dead Space S type game from the people that originally created the initial Dead Space because Dead Space has got to be, if not a great game, my favorite in the horror genre. It is horrifying and i love the way that it plays and i love the sound effects and i love i love the way it's set up and, I, and i'm hoping that we get the kind of the same results out of it <clears throat> yeah i haven't played any of the dead space games but uh i'm told i should play the first two at least the first one if not if not both of them play the first one i thought the the second one's great too I have absolutely no issues with this with the second one, but it, it felt to me a little bit more action packed, a little less like survival horror as the first one is. There's a lot more having to get ammunition and make sure that you have enough life. There's item management in it, which honestly wasn't as bad as say, I don't know, Earthbound, for instance, in the item management's uh, you know slot of things. <laughs> But uh, you still have to do a little item management and you can open up, you can unlock more slots in your backpack and things along those lines. But there's a lot of, I hope I have enough to get through here and enough to survive. Very RE, early mm. RE, stuff like that. Um, two, when I played it, and it's been a while since I played two, it's been probably two or three years since I played two, through two again, felt like I was getting more stuff like, there was like an algorithm in the game where whatever weapon you're using at the time, you get ammo for just that weapon. So if you just run with plasma cutter, which is the initial weapon throughout the game, and one that I've run the entire game with and haven't needed any other weapons, you just get plasma cutter ever throughout the entire game. So it's like, mm. I don't have to choose or pick. I can just pick up. As long as I only have the one weapon, we're, we're good to go. So, But um, yeah, Cal Callisto going back to the original game, Callisto Protocol is going to be pretty spectacular. I'm really excited to see how that pans out and what that turns into. My, my second and last game that we'll discuss for today is going to be Scorn. Um, Scorn has been in talks and in rotations, and I actually think there was a demo that was out some months ago. Um, if you guys know who H.R. Uh, Geiger is, and uh, oh, yeah. of course have seen... Aliens and all those movies. This is basically set in that same precedent of the biomechanical look of the game. So a lot of fleshy, robotic oh, that one. looking type things. Yeah, that's the one. It's actually okay. on uh, It's on Game Pass and it comes out October uh, 23rd and you can pre-download it before it's nice. even released. Um, but it's, it's, it's essentially supposed to be a horror game much in that vein of, of the, I don't want to say alien because I don't I don't think that aliens in it, but it's more of the HR Geiger artwork style of you playing as this main character. It's got like your gun is attached to like an epilogue cord or some stuff, or mm -hmm. there's, there's, <laughs> there's puzzles. It's very doom esque in the idea of having to like do certain puzzles and find certain keys. And it's a first person shooter. Uh, so you got to do like, I saw some guy like pick up this weird creature baby thing and put it into a blender and it, 
blended it up and it unlocked the door. I mean, it was some, yeah, exactly. It's some weird stuff that's going on yeah. in, this, in this whole thing. So I'm, I'm really pumped to, to give that one a shot and I've already got it downloaded. I'm ready waiting for it on gate pass to, to give that one a roll. So, um, check out scorn S C O R N. Um, if anybody's interested in seeing what that's all about, we did, of course, we did have some video to show, but because of the issues we're running, go check it out. It's, it's going to be a really deal, cool game. I think first was sure found a buddy of mine playing it. And I was like hooked after watching that and been silently waiting to pounce on it as soon as that thing fired up. So those are the two that I'm, I'm really jacked about Callista protocol and scorn are going to be fantastic games here for the end of the year. So nice. that's, that's where I'm at with those guys. So guess I'll have to give dead space a shot and see if I enjoy it. Cause I apparently uh, have all three on origin. I oh. man, <laughs> even if you don't play, cause three gets a lot of crap. Like people don't like three. I liked three, but it doesn't get the greatest reviews out of three. Two is really good too. Uh, Sinistar says that he loves two, but one, one laid the groundwork and it plays so wonderfully the environment in the game. We'll just talk about the dead space remake. That's coming out too. It's, it's a, it's a remake of the first one. They're doing the same exact story from what I hear. Same characters. Nothing's really changing. There may be some, some differences to the game as it's laid out, but have you guys ever seen, um, oh, what's that horror movie in space? There's so many of them. I know that narrowed it down. Event Horizon. Thank you yeah, so that's much. That's the one that's exactly I was just thinking of, one. actually. That's the one. <laughs> Basically, to me, this game is Event Horizon, the video game. It's oh, the same cool. kind of concept. Neat. This the spaceship finds something. Everybody gets possessed on board, and you are sent out as a team to try and rescue this ship that's called a Planet Cracker. The Ishikura, I believe, is what it was called. And you come in, and it's a, it's a city ship. It's not a small little boat. It's a fucking ship. That's like, no moon. It's a space <laughs> station, exactly. And <laughs> and you're just this engineer dude that they're like, go and fix all this crap. And you're like, I'm okay, sure. You're the silent protagonist, so you don't <laughs> say anything. They give Isaac a voice in the second one. I think that kind of ruined it for me, too, was that he then became like he had a voice and he could talk in the second and third one. But the first one, he doesn't say anything. He's just kind of like, you know, don't please fix the ship. Yeah. Right. It sounds like the Goros from, from link. Uh, but, um, so you're going through the spaceship and you're trying to figure out what the hell's going on. And your girlfriend's communicating to you the whole time, telling you about what's going on. And you're like, but you're by yourself. And then, you don't know what's what's real and what's fake and all these these things come at you and there are sections of the ship that are blown out and you can go outside and walk spacewalk essentially because you know there's nothing but you're in your suit so you don't have to worry about breathing air you do have an air tank that you have to worry about but you literally can't hear anything you just hear your your own breath in your suit breathing so you're walking around and it's everything's like the sound around you is just dampened real bad. So it's just like booms and what's not. And you turn around and there's something that's been out there following you for like 10 minutes. And you're like, Jesus Christ. But all you can hear is your voice because there's no sound in space. Right. Right. Or, you and you could, and you, you know, it's, it's a extremely incredibly well thought out and well-designed game. So give dead space a try and then play the remake when that comes out. Cause it's supposed to be out sometime next year too. So, Awesome. Fantastic. You Guys, know what? A, yeah, hit me. There were there was another game I how did we not mention? Sea of Stars. Oh, 
postseason starts from the creators of Chrono Trigger. No, Let's go. from the messenger. Is it the messenger? I thought it was. No, I thought it was Chrono Trigger. No, no the guy it's that from did the, the music of the messenger. Excuse me. The guy that did the music <laughs> for Chrono Trigger is doing the music for Sea of Stars. Is Thank he? Thank you very much. Yes, he is. That's why I was so excited about the game okay. was because he was doing it. I knew that Chrono was, Trigger uh, had something to do with that game, but I'm excited that, about that. Mitsuda, I want to say. Yes, yes, Mitsuda. Cool. I still know the name. <laughs> I wasn't even going to try to pronounce it. Don't even worry about it. Um, but yeah, that game looks rad. And I mean, the fact that they got him to do the soundtrack is really cool because it's it looks like essentially a love letter to Chrono Trigger. Exactly. And I mean, if it blows away the source content the way the messenger did, we're in for a great game. <laughs> <laughs> and it's still got that cool retro retro style looking, you know, it's not 16-bit kind of pixelated kind of look just like the messenger had and what's yeah. the what's the the cyber one the robotic one that they had that's the same thing as like ninja <laughs> guy uh Cy- gosh I don't cyber ninja cyber ninja not shatterhand no cyber ninja. <laughs> bionic, bionic commando, commando. <laughs> yeah, <it's a> bionic <laughs> commando. That's no but uh yeah like um shoot what was i gonna say crap i forgot well, sea of stars is basically like yes. a top-down oh. rpg there you go i got you I've, I've jogged you go for it yeah you jog my memory and it's set in the same universe as the messenger just long before the messenger i guess um i didn't know that so they it there's a point in the messenger where you go underwater into and you see these old runes and you hear about the sun and the moon and <clears throat> The game is based off of what you hear about there and expands oh, on cool. that dramatically. So much so that the theme song is a variation of the music that plays at that point in The Messenger. Oh, that's cool. So I know each character is represented by sun and moon because you get like the two characters to start. Yeah. I don't know how many are in the game because I've only watched like demo versions of the bringing up of this game. But one character represents the sun and the other one like represents the moon and they play together. It's it's yeah. cool. It's the same concept of top down as our as as Chrono Trigger. Enemies are on the field so you can see them and then you get into your the turn based battle with them as you traverse the land looking through stuff sea of stars has been on my wish list for a very very long time and i'm very excited to play that one yeah my buddy actually pre-ordered he got in on the kickstarter so he's like uh he's eagerly awaiting his code for switch when it finally comes out next year yeah kicks the kickstarter was done by the time i found it but i was like i'm putting money on this thing anything that's chrono (laughs) trigger s is getting my cash and it was i i will most certainly get this when it comes out um one other one I want to mention that I thought was ridiculous from uh, Microsoft showed it off. It is a game called, I want to say Pal World. Hmm. Now, this game looks like Pokemon with modern day weaponry. Now, <laughs> so Pikachu has like a nine block or some shit. Kind <laughs> of, yes, kind of, yes. I'm like, not. you, Motherfucker. so it's, it looks like this weird mix of Pokemon and, I guess Fortnite in terms of how the game looks. Okay. And like there's there's this one scene I remember watching in the trailer where, you know, it they they push the idea of, you know, you're building a little ranch and growing your Pokemon, your animal pals <laughs> or whatever they're called. And, you know, you you actually train them up and you you farm and all this shit, right? Like it's it sounds like 
family friendly. And then next mm. thing you see is like your character is barreling down the down a hillside on a motorcycle carrying an AK-47 <laughs> with a little creature on his shoulder carrying an AK-47. And I was like, what the hell? Joker P needs his gas, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then you, know you see, like, you got like an RPG, like a big old bazooka, <laughs> and a freaking Pokemon thing gets launched out of the bazooka oh, <laughs> and just causes this massive explosion at what you're aiming at. I was like, what is this madness? You know what I've always thought was missing from Grand Theft Auto V? <laughs> Pokemon. Squirtle. Squirtle. Yeah. <laughs> That's that is that is intriguing. What do you train them to do? Do you take them to target practice? Like what? The- <laughs> I don't know. It's it's very. It looks really bizarre. I'm interested in giving it a shot just because it looks so out there. Yeah, um, I don't expect the- it to be great. I expect oh, it to be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> of all of the highbrow sophisticated games that we've talked about today, they are all down on the list now by one more <laughs> spot because <laughs> PAL or whatever it is, GTA, Pokemon, yeah. Power it's going to be it's, it's number one now. I got to see if that. that's what it's called. I just thought it was, you know, what we play over in in Europe. It's what it's called. It's just living your life Power with World. PAL instead of NT, in, in, what is it, NTSC? The sequel, NTSC World. <laughs> yeah, and, and the monster designs in this are actually really cool. They're like up there with some of the best designs of Pokemon. It's just it, that's what it's called. It's simple name, Pal World, which doesn't sound like anything spectacular. But if you go watch the trailer, oh my god, it is so bizarre and out there, and you're gonna just like, what is happening? I want to try this. <laughs> this is why parents need to always check whenever your kids come up and say, "Hey, can we download this game?" Sure. What's it called? Pal World. This is going to be great for you. Right? Yeah. Look at the trailers. And if you only watch the first 10 (laughs) seconds of the... And if you only look at 10 (laughs) seconds, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, this is fine. (laughs) (laughs) Look at their farming. How pleasant. Look, they're they're bringing vegetables to their local farmer's market. How great. Then a shootout starts out in the farmer's market. (laughs) Shit just goes tits up. Guys driving a semi-truck through all these people. This Pokemon's wielding an AK-47 like he's out there trying to stop the red tire from coming let's go uh, bitches it's power yeah. world who's, who's, who's pikachu is that samuel l jackson oh great <laughs> pika p motherfucker <laughs> i choose you to die i choose you to die <laughs> that, that's a good sign off i like that oh my god all right guys and uh, now we have our thumbnail no, we have our, we we better have an, a Pikachu with an AK forty seven as our thumbnail. <laughs> fantastic, fantastic episode, guys! Thank you so much for all being here. Thank you for so much for letting me come back in and talk to you all about some ridiculous crap here and the things that we are all oh, excited yeah. about. We might as well go around the circle here and well, the square, the step. I don't even know what we are anymore. But uh, where uh, where are you at, Werewolf? Where can they find you out in the world? Uh, mostly just here right now. I have not been partaking in too much, even in social media, just because I've been uh, balancing between trying to get stuff done here, keeping the house clean, and homeschooling the kid. So Busy schedule. Busy schedule. I love it. Yeah. GP, what about you, my friend? Where, where can we trip over your beautiful face? Uh, well, with the right amount of money, in, okay. Uh, 
No, I'm mostly here as well. Uh, yeah, I, I've 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 not done any streaming for a while, but uh, you know, I always say it. Maybe someday we'll figure it out. But in the meantime, I am thoroughly loving uh, just being a part of the podcast with you guys. Jake, give me a thumbs up when I get this right. But you, uh, you can always find our good friend Sick Jake on uh, the places of Twitter. He'll get back to Twitch at some point soon, especially probably when Street Fighter Six comes out. You'll be seeing him with all of his <laughs> custom-made arcade boards that he does. Um, five days a week. Five days a week. Go check Sick Jake out on, on Twitch. Of course, here at Press B to Cancel on YouTube. Also on YouTube, he has his own YouTube channel where he does do builds and things like that. Stop looking like you're being all modest. Nobody can see your face but me. But, also, uh, he's doing some PS5 giveaways. Am I remembering that correctly? He is correctly? doing some PS5 giveaways, <laughs> yeah, actually. Like this that, week so, after yeah. the streak's done, don't flood his stream. You know, if he gets... <laughs> You know, if he gets about a hundred follows, we'll uh, you'll get your free PS5. <laughs> I don't hit, know anything hit about like, that. Sub, like, and subscribe. Um, and you can find me again here at Press B to Cancel on YouTube, uh, on Twitch at ChardMonk.tv, and uh, all of our other social media platforms as well. Just give me a holler, and uh, it's good to be back, guys. It's good to be back. Thank you so much for holding down the fort and uh, letting me come back and hang out with you guys. I appreciate it. Any closing statements before, uh, before we're done, before werewolf does his, I'm sure he's going to do some voice mod bullshit. I'm excited to hear whatever it is he chooses, but closing (laughs) statements for the rest of the team. Nothing. That's not wildly inappropriate. Fantastic. That's the only (laughs) way I'd have it. All right, guys, thank you so much for bearing with our technical difficulties. We look forward to not only playing these games, but seeing you again here in the near future. And hopefully Sinistar comes back with all of his limbs attached. And maybe he said a water Buffalo, whatever the hell he was looking for a skin for his new rug and, uh, and happy birthday germ to you as well, sir. Thank you so much for the people in chat, uh, for hanging out with us on this very day. I know Gibby was there earlier. Of course, the sin collective and, uh, uh, Jeff, enthusiast Jess, I see you over there too. Thank you so much for being here as well. You guys are lovely. We will see you all soon. Peace, chicken grease. Send us out. Werewolf, what do you got, my friend? The future's so bright, I gotta wear yellow sunglasses. Nice. For the blue light. <laughs> and then he mansplained it at the end. <laughs> I love it here. Good night, my everybody. Mom wouldn't Thank have you so it much. Otherwise, so. <laughs> She watches these.